When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT Podcast. Pat and JT Podcast. Uh, hey, it's Pat and JT. This is episode 29 of our podcast. We are one episode away from 30, which would mean a calendar month, but it's not really a calendar month. Well, it is a calendar month. I mean, it, it that, is, but it doesn't stretch. That's actually it the definition of a calendar month. <laughs> Yeah, but unless it's, <laughs> unless it's thirty, unless it's thirty-one days, that's a calendar month. That's a calendar month too. So in twenty-eighth of February, it's that's not a calendar like month. A month of Sundays, it's right? Or a fortnight, cal- right? You right. Know, you know what that means. So I, I know what that means. I know what a fortnight means. Fifteen you know, days. And you know what a score is too. Score is a whole bunch of years. Uh, it's uh, ten years. Twenty. Close. So four score is one hundred and twenty years. Four and, and seven. Four four score and seven years ago is one hundred. Four times twenty is eighty. Four, four times score. four times 20, 20, 40, 60, 80, 87 years ago. Right. I was at 127 <laughs> years ago. That's why I pumped the brakes to say, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No, I appreciate that because I was I was actually really excited about that. I was going to grab the wheel for a second. I thought, no, he's got this. But I, then he's I started thinking, how on earth at that time did they know what happened 127 years previous? They wrote down reference? everything. They wrote down everything. Yeah. That's Without a doubt. I mean, we, we've seen it in the libraries. They wrote down everything. Us nowadays, we have every possible opportunity to not miss an appointment. And you I miss appointments. still get it screwed up. I know. My calendars but, don't me- me- what, merge, I'm sorry. sync, whatever. I'm sorry. You know? Abe Lincoln would have totally screwed up Google, Google Calendar just like we do. <laughs> he would have been like, oh, no, I forgot to, to add, invite him, and he doesn't have a Gmail. <laughs> He would have totally missed the Gettysburg Address. He would have missed Absolutely. everything. But they were always on time. They always made it to their appointments. And uh, I can't get my calendar to merge or sync with my phone on my Is laptop. Is that and hard? I know it's not. It's Google. It's like watching us in here work, figure out the stuff. Oh. It's like a comp- couple. I've said it a million times, but it still have. never loses this punch. <laughs> couple of monkeys humping a football <laughs> which is awkward if you've and never seen it on that note if you have young ears in the oh car, yep sorry um just gonna have go. fun explaining that when the podcast <laughs> is over we're gonna go just right there right now <laughs> apparently uh, and first off nine thousand ways you can get a hold of us right anywhere you listen to your podcasts obviously you've already found it if you're still listening on the website that's fine too um, it depends on where you are. What's the what's the most convenient? But on our website, patentjt.com, it also lists all the other ways that you can listen. Um, and uh, today is boring ass Tuesday. That's right. We're we're not exactly going to hold true with that because there is nothing boring about what's going on in Nebraska and no. Iowa right now at all. I got to say, I finally saw a couple of mentions stories on a grand scale um, about what's going on, and they actually said. Nebraska, right? Which seemed to have just been a no-no up to this point. They mentioned every other state all the way around us, and finally heard somebody mention Nebraska and what was going on there. And people finally realizing and seeing some of the videos, and you're getting more national attention because of that. And people are genuinely concerned, and as they should be. We're seeing the light, uh, seeing the stories ourselves. 
the videos, well, the drone got, footage. If you guys have follow, are following us at all on Facebook or Twitter, you've seen the video from our own John Carroll, who yeah. his his farm, we've talked about his goats before. He's talked about his goats on his John Carroll experience in our podcast just a few episodes ago. Um, I mean, that his whole f- farm is gone. I mean, if you, the video is unbelievable. It's on our Facebook page. It's. Uh, I got a note from Chad this morning. Um, in real time, just a day after the weekend, okay, just so we're, we're close here, so you kind of know, because I know the water's receding and, and going up in some places, down in others. Um, they were able to get back in their house because they had had to stay somewhere else because the, which tank? Propane tank. Oh, that's right. The propane yeah. tank floated away. In the video that I saw so. <laughs> before before the, the, like, before it got extremely high, they put out some videos, yeah. and I saw the propane tank, and I, I remember my grandparents, they had one, yeah. telling me stories about it. I used to it. climb all over ours. It was super fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I actually shot it with BB guns before until I was warned that that's not a good idea. <laughs> I didn't realize that wasn't a good idea. Um, but it was fun. It hit it. go ping. It was. It was super it was a blast. fun. Terribly yeah. dangerous. But anyway, so I remember them saying how if, if it ever flooded, if this, if this thing broke away, it would be a bad situation. And that's what happened with them. That is exactly it. They got the propane tank back where it belongs and got everything hooked back up and they were going to have everything tested to make sure that it was safe to go in. They're waiting. Uh, last I heard was they were going to get a water test to see if their water was okay to drink. Um, because obviously <laughs> everywhere is worried about that yeah. right now. I mean, there are whole cities that are wondering about that right now. So they're at that point, all their animals are safe. Um, they were looking for a place for their boy goats because they have to keep the boy goats away from the girl goats because they've got a very, th- this is really a rare breed of, glo- of goat. And they've got a very detailed breeding program. Um, so they're trying to do the best they can so they to don't maintain want these, the integrity. When these goats are out at, at you oh, know, wherever they are. Scatter Joy's Acres, that's where they're at. They don't want them getting any strange while they're out there. So they got to keep these goats <laughs> because they don't want this throwing a foal with three I, horns and it would be a right? bad situation. So you got to keep, it would keep be, them under wraps. It would be like, um, I'm going to go probably like Rush Week. I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, I bet it's. <laughs> These goats look around like, hmm? Yeah, right? All the boy goats going, there's that many girl goats? I had I didn't no know idea. There some of those girl goats. Oh, yeah. So anyway, everybody's safe. But yeah, they still went through a lot of trauma. The boys did, let alone the, you know, the animals, of course. Um, but the guys as well trying to get all the animals out of there. Oh, I can't imagine. Quickly. I mean, in, in, in the area where they're located, it's like one way in, one way out. And as soon as that road would have flooded, which eventually did, if they hadn't gotten the goats out, it would have been terrible, I but think, they did. Yeah, I think that was that was the big uh, part of it. The road right now, they sent, they sent a picture this morning, so a kind of aerial view of their place. And at the top, of, by the way, there was a notification to pay the American Express bill. But anyway. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> hey, just heads up. <laughs> but um, the aerial view, you can see the road. But there, you have to go down into their place. So getting out or in or out was Impossible. not happening. But they were able to get back into their house. I don't know if they're like parked on the road or something or whatever it is. But uh, it's and and then you see the pictures of all the roads that are washed out. All the maple maple maple. I was going to mention all the major roads. Maple Dodge Q Center blown yeah. out. Done. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, my my parents are out on 256th, and they. They, they have a very, very little water. Like there's not no damage, just in their yard a little bit. So no house damage, but they can't get anywhere. There's People no at West Shorts, can't, you can't go east, you can't go west, you can't go north, you can't go south. <laughs> you just sit in there and it's for the foreseeable That's future because it's not just water. Like you said, bridges are out, roads are completely gone. Yeah. What are you going to do? Neat though is that they're very close to Josh the Hot Plumber. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, he may have seen his picture um, in the paper or on video on some of the news stations. He was on the, t- the his side. Uh, the side of his face was on the Today Show for about a second and a half. So Josh Anderson, Anderson Plumbing, by the way, number one in the number two business. Um, they <laughs> right. <laughs> they he he brought out an army surplus army vehicle. Why he had, but who else would have one in their garage, right? Just because, yeah, just because he does. <laughs> so he goes and gets it and rescued quite a few people. So your mom and dad could conceivably probably get somewhere. They could, if they, they probably could. If they really if they, needed yeah. to. I, I'm just, I'm fearful for my father because I think my mom may, may choke him out. <laughs> Because them being on basically an island, yeah. Frank and or Barb with each other on an island basically <laughs> for more than 72 hours, I'm worried about both of them. I worry about a lot of people in that instance because I think you, you consider the fact that you're running out of the basic necessities. Not, not, not just, I mean, obviously food's a concern, yeah, but there are other things to think about too that you need on a daily basis. And you don't have those or access to those <laughs> right. on top of everything else. I'm sure it gets a little... Prickly. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Prickly is a nice word. A very, very nice way to put it. But some of these, um, the people that have, some of the stories coming out of, of, of oh. to the last 72 hours from not just John and Chad, but there are so many no. people, family farms that have been around for decades where yeah. have never have had floods before, but never like this, have lost cattle, have lost, uh, seasons and seasons worth of beans for feeding and hay and that's the stuff I didn't even think about the the hay part of John and Chad losing mm-hmm. the goats are okay but then all the hay all the food everything all their feed, gone they need chicken feed desperately right. as well and there are several places that took in a lot of animals um, Scatterjoys is one of them by the way but uh, a lot of these places are looking for donations I think the Humane Society is helping out with that and a couple other organizations too so if you not just the people but the animals also are in need and the places that took them in could use uh, probably a little help a little injection um, yeah. to to make sure that everybody is taken care of um it's it's just it's incredible and you're right about the animals there was a video that was put out and i know a lot of people already saw it but uh, her name is courtney dehoff and she's a news reporter from dallas i'm not sure if she's still at that tv station but she was just she was discouraged by the way the flyover country was represented and, uh, and on her about page on her website, I happened to find and just kind of read through it. And she's a ranch girl and um, got into news and broadcast. And she had an interest in that what was going on in the Midlands and mm-hmm. she wanted to report it. And they'd turn her away and say, well, that's, that's not really going to be interesting to our audience. They really don't. You know, it doesn't affect a lot of people. Yeah. That kind of thing. The same thing you always hear. And she put together one heck of a package. It's this, great. This video is uh, Blizzard and Floods. And it, 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 it's pretty blatant. It's not graphic, but it is honest. Um, but there's some things that you see on there that you're like, whoa, I didn't realize it was that bad. Or you didn't think about right. the loss of life that the ranchers are going through. Um, it, it was it was devastating, but and and and, and that this is the calving season. And yes, that, you know, so it it really could not have hurt. There's never a good time for this. No, but it uh, could not have hit at a worse time. They can't be more vulnerable. Right. I mean, it's the weather's cold. And, and then they're either in standing in water, ice cold water, and the babies can't make it, or they're in snow mm-hmm. and they get born in, in a snowbank. You know, it's just like. And then you, hmm. okay, and then on the other side of it too, you t- look at, we were talking about this this morning in our office, um, that the, the amazing 
And it's not even luck. It's engineering and the forethought for the people of Waterloo, my hometown, Mm -hmm. that put the levee around the whole city decades ago. And that is, if you look, if you see an aerial shot of Waterloo, Nebraska, look at the, it is just like a little dry, a little circle and water all the way around it because of this levee. Same planning New Orleans had, right? Right. Right? Right. Remember when they had that before the levee broke and, and the whole city inside those walls? It was all dry. Everybody was fine. Until the levee broke, so hopefully it holds, and that's what they Fingers said. Fingers crossed. This is going to be the this is going to be the test, no yeah. doubt about it. So, I know not not a lot of fun in that. Um, there are some good stories that are out there as well. As I, and as a matter of fact, we're probably going to hear more of them this week. Um, put out a call for anybody who wants to give us a call and leave us a message. Um, in particular, I know there's a lot of devastation out there. If there's any stories that make your heart swell. Um, that somebody helped you out and you just want to give them a shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to a couple of people. Um, Christy Duffy is one of them that I was talking to and she lives down around the Glenwood area. And uh, we're going to be hearing from her. Um, she's going to get a hold of us to give us some more details about what's going on down there because Pacific Junction, Glenwood, you've heard that I-29 is closed from Council Bluffs right. all the way to the border. There are a lot of little towns out there that are suffering the same way. Fremont, Columbus, Western Douglas County, north of here and and they just haven't had the coverage yet mm-hmm. it's not intentional right it's just there's it's a, a lot, lot going on just a lot, a lot. so if it, you it is really really overwhelming i mean it really is for for everyone because you know just getting everything back to as close to right as we possibly can it's going to take a while very long time um, so yeah so 402-403-9478 um go ahead and call leave us a voicemail um, exactly like jt said or if you know you heard a story or something like that or just want to just want to wish people well. We'll get them on and yeah. get them on our podcast. And your community, um, how they're doing there. And, and I was looking at some of the videos that had been posted. I'm telling you right now, drones, this is what drones were made for. Right. Okay, between that and, and following the Grand Canyon. Okay, right. really cool. But when it comes to something like this and you're wondering how severe the damage actually is, this you, you can't get a better assessment than the quality of the videos that they're putting out. And it just, it's stunning. It's, yeah, it is incredible. Absolutely stunning. So anyway, um, so just a little bit of flood coverage, I guess. And, and we'd love to hear from you and how you're doing. On a good note, I will say that this was kind of funny. I ran across a post on Facebook. And then I'm, I'm pulling up a piece of paper here that I need. The post on Facebook had been screenshot and then it was put on Twitter or vice versa. Vice versa. It was a, Twitter, versa. It was a tweet and then they put it on Facebook. So I looked up the guy on Twitter. That had posted this first. Last name, I don't know. His it's S C H O C H I T. So you guess. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not going to try and say probably that. Not anyway, try to say it. He posted it, and then it went crazy. And then he was getting all these people commenting on his Twitter page, and he wasn't seeing that many. He'd had quite a few likes and retweets and such. He didn't realize somebody had taken a screenshot and put it on Facebook. Oh. And it, it read like this. All the prayers everyone is sending Nebraska are well appreciated, but do not fear. Nebraska will rise from the devastation, riding a John Deere 4440, slamming bush lights, yelling go big red, while a bald eagle soars over criminy, criminy, chimney rock, and Scott Frost eats a runza. That's a perfect message. God bless. That is a perfect perfect message. I like that. I like that. So that was pretty cool. That is really funny. All right. So another thing that came out of it too this weekend... Uh, people are already doing some planning. Obviously, there's there's been fundraisers started, GoFundMe's. Mm-hmm. Warning, 
there have already been some scams How discovered. About the people that have been going door to door in some places claiming to be OPPD, MUD, just trying to say water's been compromised and, and trying to get money from these people. I know. It's unbelievable. How do these dirt bags, that's the first thing they think of yeah. is Opportunity. Let's, let's try to scam people. Opportunity right there. Let's, let's take Are they just sitting around waiting for something like this? Like they have this idea concocted until they can find yeah. a place to weave it in? Yeah. I would like to direct their attention to a young couple back east that met a homeless man on an off-ramp. Right. That did not work out so well for them. For any of them. Yeah. I forgot about those people. Um, by the way, they all got jail time. I would And did so. you, this never would have been discovered if he hadn't gone to the police because he wanted to file a report against them for not giving him enough of the scam money. So if they had just, I mean, if they had just given he, him the money that they had promised him, yes. we would never would have known. No, because he got ripped off. It's kind of like the pot dealer. Mm-hmm. Who's got my pot? I'm going to call the cops. <laughs> well, good luck, Kyle, because it's yeah. illegal for you to have that anyway. <laughs> and so anyway, but there are scams and, and GoFundMe scams, Venmo mm-hmm. scams, PayPal scams. Um, of course, they're trying to track them down. They're trying to stay on top of it. But unless you know the person... Or the person who sent it to you mm-hmm. intimately knows the people. I'd be really careful about that, about giving directly to anybody. And and right now is that knee jerk time when everybody wants to everybody wants to do something. Right, and it's two three months down the road is when everybody's gonna they need the help now for they're, sure. Oh but, yeah. But honestly, if you give money to someone right this second, there's what there's really nothing for the money to do right now. They can't buy anything in a week and a half, two weeks, three weeks, a month. I'd say a couple three months, and hopefully most of the water's gone by then. Um, but that's when some rebuilding might be able to start. I don't know. You Maybe. know, the individuals though, like John was saying for his case and so many others, the rebuild, the man work, the, the man hours, manpower that they're going to need to build fences. They're, they're going to set up a date for a demolition so they can get rid of all the small buildings wow. that they had on the farm because they've all been compromised and just going to and roll up all the fencing that got torn out and redo it all. And so, you know, it's that that's when some people are going to be looking for a little uh, elbow grease and yeah. want some help building, which actually that wouldn't be that'd be kind of an interesting thing to think about putting together for down the road. If you're if you're that kind of person that knows how to do that kind of stuff, maybe, you know, kind of organize with some other charities. Yeah. Like Habitat. I can demo I all day, but right? building stuff back up <laughs> is a big a bit of a problem. <laughs> Your chip with the uh, sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about demo day. <laughs> nothing else really excites me. But that might be something for somebody to think about that wants to, to put together a good deed is, is offering some manpower. Yeah. Um, organizing a group that would be willing to go help, kind of like raising a barn in the mm-hmm. old days kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be fun. But one of them that they were putting together was in Fremont. Um, I know they're working on this right now, and, and Chris Marsh is one of the guys that I was talking to on Facebook. He's from up there. Uh, Fremont Fred's another one. You can follow him if you want to, but I will say he is a little not safe for work. He's I'm just going to tell he's you. He's a little cussy, but he's funny. Uh, you know, he, he likes the blue humor. But... I think his heart's in the right place. And he is he is another one that was working really hard to help people in Fremont. And Chris is working with a bunch of people as well. And I got caught up in a, uh, a little messenger group, mm-hmm. right? And there's like four or five of us. This morning, there's 58. Jeez. And they just keep pulling people in so that they can go back and read through these posts because yeah. they're looking at everything from artwork to artists to promotion. That's to, awesome. And pulling people in that they know to see if they can help. They're looking at June, but we'll, once it gets closer... We will get the information out to you and, and hopefully even have Chris on yeah, and talk great. about the event that they're planning. I know a lot of events are being planned. Everybody in this area has something that they can 
and I don't mean give like you know they have something to offer yeah. in in a way that they can help raise money for people that that's what I love about yeah. this area and I I'm sure that if you're in uh, you know when you're in New Orleans or you're in Houston wherever everybody uh, has these stories but there's just something about this area that people you know like John and Chad had turned people away there wasn't enough there wasn't enough things for volunteers to do on Friday night yeah. to help get the, the goats out and get everything people just step over themselves to help people out yeah. in this area. And especially the situation we're in right now is really weird because the majority of Omaha was spared. And so you've got a lot of people in one small area and then a ton of area that was affected right. in a lot of small towns. And so you got a lot of people sitting here hearing all these stories and um, wanting to do something. And wanting to figure out a way to help. So there's a lot of people here that want to do something that, that they weren't affected by this. Okay. But maybe families. How about the people that weren't affected by this? Quick side note. I know what you're going to say. Stop on Facebook. Stop, stop marking yourself as safe in the flood. Okay. So I live in Lincoln, right? Yes. And if you if you didn't know that Lincoln was in Nebraska, you would think that there was no flood. There's nothing going on in Lincoln. I mean, there's no... It's all past, you know? Right. Um, there are water rations that are going on now as yeah. of recording this. But there are people in Lincoln marking themselves safe for the flood. It's like, what are you talking about? I wasn't even there. You live in the freaking hay market. <laughs> you are not even close to the flood ever. Why are you... Are you trying to get attention for yourself? It, it came up and it was like a, a little storm, a little flurry of these postings hit yesterday. Jeez. So it must be one person hits it, it gets posted. So everybody else, it just keeps perpetuating and getting... So we, we know there are a lot of people that were not affected and they are safe from the flood. Yeah, I'm, I mean, come on. I'm glad to hear that. So... <laughs> <laughs> I am glad you're safe from the flood. It's okay. I, I mean, I'm very happy that you're safe. Yeah. But, um, okay, yeah. so uh, we, we did get on a, on a non-flood related note, unless you have more flood related well, this notes. Well, this is actually going to circle back to the beginning okay. of the conversation that we had when we started the podcast. <laughs> uh, the beginning of the podcast when, when you know, old, old what do I want to call you? Let's see, huh? I'm trying to think. Because you're not, you don't usually say bad things on the air. Yeah. But every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It gets a little overly descriptive, maybe, and more so than it used to because we can. Oh, right. Right? So conversations. I try to be careful. You do. You do. I try. And, and we've always been that way. And so mm-hmm. we just want you to know that this is now a podcast, and there may be days. And we'll try to mark them as NSFW, although they're not really. Okay, so I like iTunes gives us the option to be clean, mm-hmm. not specified, or explicit. And to me, explicit is like Eminem. Right. Yeah. So, like, you're just isn't there a potty mouth? There's a no. It's just not. There should just be one. There should be one that says potty mouth. We just, which isn't really awful. It's not explicit. It's but, sketchy, but nothing yeah, like terrible. There that's isn't. It. So we're kind of kind of hit a couple of potty mouth episodes. Yeah. Anyway, one of our favorite people, Heidi Woodard, she was on our show. She's been on several times. She's coming back this week. Can't wait. Um, she had her daughter with her, and she was listening to the episode when we were Pat posed the question. You posed several questions. I do. One of them was about somebody's going to give you $250,000 to transport a bowling ball bag. Yeah. Across the country, you don't know what's in it. Everybody I've asked has answered yes before I finished answering the question, asking the question this past weekend. (laughs) Everyone. And then the other one had something to do with balloons of heroin. Yeah. And daughter JC was listening along with mother Heidi. And daughter JC's probably 10, 11. 10, 10, 11, I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm going to say right around there. 
Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> we got we got kind of kind of got in trouble for that one. Well, Heidi wasn't mad, but um, she. Oh had, yeah, after what she was on here, and <laughs> she is like JC. That has JC. She was in a front-facing car seat way before she should have been. So I think her hearing about uh, uh, heroin balloons in somebody's butt is oh, less God. dangerous than front-facing uh-huh. in when she should have oh, been rear-facing. So can I just say that I'm in honor saying. of that, JC had a joke for us. And so she left us a voicemail. Hi, this is JC, and my mom wanted me to tell you this joke. What does a how does a buffalo say goodbye to his kid? Bye, son. <laughs> See ya. Seriously, when I heard that this weekend, I laughed. <laughs> This is the dumbest thing, but it is hilarious. It's hilarious. That's Bye, awesome. son. Bye, son. That is awesome. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, okay, so 402-403-9478 right. is our voicemail. So you can call in you, if you have something that can beat JC's joke, which I don't know if anybody will. Please do. Try it. Yes. If you can. I'm open to that. So yeah, we've got, you can leave us a bad joke. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or in JC's case, it was a wonderful it's joke. A hilarious joke. joke. You can leave us a joke. Uh, give us an update on your community on uh, the people that are that are doing good and, and already helping out in right. great ways um, and, and how things are just to let us know because I mean hearing from the folks in Glenwood you know that's where my mom grew up as my grandparents were there mm-hmm. and the devastation that's down there and all the people that are pulling together they even have a Facebook page for the community and everybody's trying to make sure everybody gets taken care of um, we'd love to hear those stories too uh, you just want to check in. Maybe it's about a different podcast altogether. Right. Whatever. That's fine matter. too. 402-403-9478 or it's Pat and JT on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, or you can email us as well. Hey at patandjt.com. A lot of ways. So thanks for listening to our podcast. Pat and JT podcast. A Parkville Media Production.